I believe that um, people will uh, start the healthy lifestyle and nowadays is uh, as a necessity to, to be in this way. And um, I believe that um, everyone will be happy and healthy. This podcast interviews the real people in Kiev to share their life and work, as well as showing the interesting places, events, art, culture, and opportunities in Ukraine. The goal is to help more foreign investors discover the reality of life in the capital of Kiev so that the Ukraine economy receives more foreign investments, which creates more opportunities for the Ukrainian people to have a better future. My guest today is awesome. Her name is Elizabeth Koritnaya. From Pilates to stretching, from Zumba to face building, Lisa has been a personal trainer and fitness instructor in Kiev, as well as the Holland America cruise ship. She is from Cherkasy too, and always looking for bigger opportunities. Lisa, how are you today? I'm fine, thank you, Aziz. How are you? I'm doing well, and I know you have experience all over the world, whether London or Ukraine or on the cruise, and interacted from with people from all kinds of nationalities. But to begin, can you share about your life story and what made you Lisa that we know today? <laughs> Okay, so I actually was started to work as a personal trainer approximately five years ago. And my first fitness club was Curves, which, which is actually American chain. Uh, so it's, um, I was uh, studying uh, at uh, Economic University and I was realizing that it's not actually mine. So, and my heart <laughs> said, uh, said to me that I should try uh, to be a personal trainer because uh, I One had. One second, that is beautiful. Yes. Why is personal training such a passion for you? What is the thing that you enjoy the mm -hmm. most, especially you discovered, and you are such a smart girl? in the economics university, what was not so good about continuing to become an economist and what is so positive and the passion for you about fitness and being a trainer? Thank you for this question. Actually, I was trying to be uh, to working um, specialist, uh, like a specialist in economy. I was working in the marketing uh, like a as a marketer in the travel agency, and I really liked this job. Uh, however, I realized that I uh, could not continue this job because I want to move. <laughs> so, and because at the university I was um, uh, took part in a lot of competition which connected to, to fitness, uh, and actually, I think this is, was uh, the 
the reason why I uh, decided to be as a personal trainer. I love that. It reminds me of the wisdom of Joseph Campbell, who says, <laughs> to have a good life, you have to follow your bliss, your happiness. So you are following your happiness more than the logic of what people will say is a better or more stable job. And to yeah. speak a bit more about your whole experience. So you went from Cherkasy to study. Did you study in Kiev or near your town? I was studied at uh, Kiev National Economic University, na uh, named after Vadim Getman. Great. Can you describe that first experience of moving from Cherkasy to Kiev? How was it for you? And how did you adapt to being in the capital? Uh, to be honest, um, um, I was uh, studied firstly in Crimea. So I really, it's the second native land for me. Um, and when the Russia occupied this land, so I uh, had to move back to Ukraine. And that's why I was back to Kyiv. So it was actually unstable times. Um, I didn't want to leave the Crimea, but I had to do this. So it's actually my story. <laughs> That's interesting to me for two reasons. One, then I would like to ask you whether your native language is Russian or Ukrainian with your family. And second, I know in Crimea there are so many different ethnicities that are not 100 percent like Slavic, but mix maybe like Tatar or things yeah. like that. Are you a descendant from one of those ethnicities? Do you no. speak Russian? Yes, Ukrainian I, speak Russian. I had uh, Russian and Ukrainian roots. So but my father was grown in Crimea. So that's why it's for me as a native uh, land as well. That's great. I hear that the Crimean food is the most tasty in Ukraine. <laughs> Can you speak about that? Because I never tried and I don't know whether you enjoy cooking or maybe you enjoy eating very much. <laughs> is your opinion I uh, enjoy burning out. <laughs> That's I, you No, know, I guess you enjoy dieting <laughs> because you're a fitness, fitness yeah. instructor. Okay, Actually, how is... Yeah, tell me. Actually, yes, Crimean food, um, the special one, it's uh, tasty. Um, but um, yes, I'm, I'm not strong in this, uh, in the cuisine. So, um, yes, the cuisine, Ukrainian cuisine and uh, Crimean cuisine is different. Great. You have lived in the capital, Kiev, and you have yeah. lived in Crimea. Can you compare how the people, the thinking, the culture is in Crimea, that part that is now occupied, yeah. compared to people in Kiev, and how are, how is the culture of the people? Actually, Crimea is a resort place. So it's a lot of tourism there. Uh, and uh, if we compare, I can say that in Crimea, the people are more relaxed, not so, because actually it's not uh, the, it's not the big cities there. 
So, and if we compare uh, to Kyiv, the Kyiv is more business city, uh, where everyone is hurry up. So okay. So to me now, I'm imagining that Crimea is like Italy or Spain, where in the <laughs> afternoon everybody goes for siesta to sleep, where Kiev is more similar to London, where everybody is about business and hurrying. Is this correct? And how do you compare your, you know, the experience of studying um, for a while in London, comparing to the culture and life in Kiev? Of course, you know, London is a big and great city, but what things that could be positive about Kiev that are not in London and what things you wish will change in Kiev so that it's a more better experience? That's a very great question. The first that it comes to my mind that actually uh, the key for me and like for Ukrainian people will be the native city in comparison to London. Yes, uh, this is the answer what uh, could be better <laughs> in Kyiv than in London. I so. understand that. I notice your English is excellent. And I know the educational system in Ukraine in some things is very excellent and in some things not so excellent. One of the things is that a lot of people, even though they learn English for many years, they either feel shy to speak or they don't remember the words. What was your practice to become good at speaking English so fluently? Or maybe you're a very smart person. And if so, when foreigners go to Ukraine and they want to learn Russian or Ukrainian, what is from your learning of English that you can give them as advice to learn better your language? Yeah. Uh, so, to be honest, uh, when I firstly came to uh, London, I was, uh, I was confident in my language and then I realized that I don't know uh, this language at all. Uh, despite the fact that I was uh, studying, I have been studying English since the first grade. I was studied at university, then I was practicing by myself and then still when I came to London, I was uh, I was very lost, uh, and then at the end at the end of my uh, studying, I uh, was become better, and then again when I uh, straight away uh, moved to the cruise ship, I again realized that I don't know English at all, <laughs> just because I didn't know them in other topics, uh, for example, as a safety on the ship and the other stuff. So I was studying especially the fitness vocabulary. Um, And uh, I can uh, say that you will know English only when you are in this environment. This is actually the advice for the foreign people. If they want to learn Russian, it's only in the country. I agree. I have learned five languages so far. And one of the things you mentioned is you didn't know the safety and the cruise and ship <laughs> words. Course. Yes. And, and people think, they say, I want to be fluent in a language. I think of a language more like, you know, markets in an economy where yeah. there are groups of vocabulary related to topics. And, you know, you can be fluent in a topic, but not fluent in another. And it doesn't mean you're not smart. It's just not 
the topic that you have been learning. For example, now from home, I have been studying Russian and most of the topics are about business and I don't know why. So when it comes to business mm -hmm. and Russian, I'm like, excellent. But then if you ask me uh, how to speak about, about like some foods or something, I'll be like, I don't know how to say anything. Yes, yes, yes. So, so it's very correct. And to ask you, your passion is fitness. What exactly is your favorite kind of fitness? My favorite kind of fitness, it's a mind, mindful fitness, which is Pilates, stretching, yoga. Oh, okay. Mindful, does it mean that you enjoy meditation? As well, yeah. And yoga is that kind, which makes me think, because normally people who are into fitness, they are kinesthetic, and there are three types of uh, modalities, people who are very visual, people who enjoy hearing and are strong in sounds and music, and some people who have a lot of sensations and emotions, and uh, the body movement is very, like they enjoy it. So I imagine you are kinesthetic, that you enjoy the most movement of body and mastery of your body. Is this correct? Or what is your kind of, uh, you know, modality? Modality? That's what you I said, you know, whether you're visual, mm -hmm. visual or you're like more about the movement of the body and things like that, or about sound and music. I think the movement, if we're talking about the fitness, uh, however, I had the meditation on the cruise ship as a uh, uh, like a class. It actually yes. was very nice to meditate and uh, meditate on the deck. You know, when the yes. when you hear in the breeze, the ocean breeze, uh, the soft wind, and I um, I was not noticed that people for people it was very difficult to relax. So actually, if we're talking about uh, cardio workout. Mm, body weight workout it was fine <laughs> it was fine even even 90 90 years old what i love about uh, the working on the cruise ship that it was um, um, people um, who is like 60 80 years old and they attend attended my classes uh, cardio classes total body conditioning and they were uh, very an energetic people. Uh, however, the meditation, it was the most challenging for them. I understand. So to see people who are older in age, but in your classes have energy and their fitness improving, that was the most interesting thing on the cruise ship, uh, correct? Mm -hmm. Yes. And to ask you a bit now about Kiev, for people who are into fitness, which clubs or which places are can you recommend the most in Kiev that you think are very good quality? And what is your opinion about the fitness level of people in Kiev? Um, after the after the work um, on the cruise ship, I realized that American and European people they are more active. Um, than in Ukraine. And if we're talking about what's the clubs to recommend, um, I was working in the fitness life chain and in the sports bar chain. 
I can recommend these clubs because I uh, know what I'm talking about. Uh, so, uh, however, um, I think uh, if the people uh, want to have the healthy lifestyle, it's uh, no matter where, uh, but it's uh, uh, the most important thing is to do and to do it regularly. So some people make excuses um, for the bad for the um, for the bad fitness club or the bad uh, personal trainers, but it's all um, started from the uh, person's desire. If you want, you will find the place the way you will like. It's very interesting our discussion, and I remember you had a quote where you said lifestyle is like the canvas. Only you can choose what it will be woven with. Can you speak a bit more about why this quote is meaningful to you? I think because um, uh, uh, my, uh, my way in the fitness was started from that I was solving my problem. I also had the um, extra body weight. Um, and I was doing like everything in order to lose weight, everything. And that's why I uh, um, achieved my goal. So, and I, uh, I want everyone uh, to, um, to just to do and uh, uh, eventually sooner or later people will get result. I believe in it. It's in uh, Japanese called Kaizen, where if every day you improve 1%, maybe in 10 days you don't see much results, but in a year you'll be amazed. And to ask you more about your personality, since you're living in Cherkasi, do you prefer small town or the big city? And are you more introverted or more of an extrovert with many friends and always going out? I mean, not during Corona, but you know what I mean. <laughs> yes, yes. Actually, I'm somewhere in between, intra and extraversion. Um, I uh, it depends on the mood, uh, on my mood, on the mood of the people who are around me. So, and um, now I'm living in the small city. Um, but it's uh, because for me, it's uh, no matter where to live. Uh, some people have to live in the big city because of the work. So actually, for me, it doesn't matter where to live. From our discussion, I understand that what matters to you is you can take action and do the activities you enjoy not where, even if it's on a cruise in the middle of the <laughs> ocean. And to know also more, what is your dream for the future? If one year from now you had some goals achieved, what will be those goals and what opportunities will make you happy if they come to you? I will be happy if... Um... Uh, I will inspire at least 100 people to lose weight and to achieve this goal. Also, I am a face, a face building coach. 
It's the fitness for the face. It's actually for the women who want to smooth out wrinkles on the face in order to, um, to not do injection. Uh, so, and it's also my uh, goal is to, uh, to make uh, the uh, 30 photos like before and after with achieving this goal. That's what I'm working uh, on now. I love that goal. So later on, we will speak about your link so that if there are women who are interested in this, they can contact you as well and to you. When you lived in Kiev and you noticed that people are always working, working and always in a hurry, did you have special places where you like to go and relax and enjoy yourself in Kiev that you can speak about? Or was it also that they influenced you and you were working, working, working a lot? Um, I was um, I was enjoying uh, I was enjoying to visit the Podol place uh, so actually the the whole um, center of keys is very beautiful i enjoy into to walk in the uh, marinsky park um, also the uh, truhanov island and the bridge the walking bridge to the uh, truhanov uh, island also obolon bank so I like the old places in Kyiv uh, next to the Dnipro River. I think that Dnipro River is the uh, the most uh, the main sites in in the Kyiv. I, I know. Are you speaking about that place where there is sand and it looks like a beach and there is a big bridge that in the night it has different colors of light that yes, come yes. and it's near a hotel i think it's a fairmont hotel or that you see from the other side exactly. or something yeah that's a very beautiful place and in the summer many people they stay during the night there enjoying the good weather and some people even swim but do you think it's <laughs> safe to swim in the deep Row river uh, to be honest, uh, not really. Yes, because I remember in Rio de Janeiro in Brazil when they did the Olympics or um, and they were swimming, it was toxic to, to, to swim <laughs> in the beach, so they couldn't even do it there. And also to ask you about your preferences, do you have a favorite movie or a favorite song or a favorite kind of... Uh, um, book? Uh, yes, I do have. Um, I'm thinking now about the movie and the book. Um, I want to be sure about the translation in English now. So. It's okay, you can first say it in your language, and then maybe <laughs> that will make you think. But even if you don't translate it, say it, and then I will ask, like, what is the story? And that's it. Uh, yeah, so the book. Uh, which I actually very like. I actually prefer the audiobooks because it saves the time. Yes. Um, so the book... I imagine you put out your book and you go running. <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. Um, so the book is Iskustva Vaini. It's yes. actually um, about the game Go. Yes. 
game. Chinese game go. Exactly, yes. Mm, so it's a philosophy about this uh, game. It's so simple yeah. and so wisdom. So I really admire this book. I like that that because that's very interesting to me. Can you share one of the or two wisdoms that you remember now that you think are interesting from that book? Um, I just found the, uh, the name of the book. It's Sun Tzu uh, in English, but it's actually Chinese, yes, um, the name. I'm, uh, I'm afraid to be wrong in the translating those uh, uh, wisdom um, quotes. Yeah, no problem. Just something that to you was a meaningful understanding and you can say it in your own understanding. Mm -hmm. uh, actually, if we will talk about the game Go, uh, what I like about this is that it's completely reflecting our life and uh, your personality. Uh, yes. It's actually in Yan um, con uh, concept. Yes. Um, so it's actually about the balance. Um, like in the yoga, we have uh, positions. So the yes. same uh, on the board, we have uh, positions. Uh, we create a position in our life which, uh, um, which can um, show uh, uh, how to do and um, like in the micro and macro way. I like it. It to me that symbolizes that where we are today is the result of all our previous choices. Exactly, exactly, yes. That's really interesting. And you mentioned something which is yoga positions. And yeah. then I'm thinking that many people can have trouble with yoga. And I'm wondering, are you naturally flexible so yoga was easy for you? Or was it at first a bit tight about stretching and yoga uh, helped? And so if somebody is trying to learn but it's difficult, what advice can you give them so that they can become more flexible and do the yoga poses better? Actually, I can say that um... Yoga could be could be difficult and could be easy. Uh, actually, on board uh, on the cruise ship, I was conducting simple yoga, uh, and uh, again, even ninety years old older people attended these classes, which makes me uh, very inspired to create more. So I would recommend to start from the stretching, uh, and here is. Um, uh, regularity is important, consistency, to be consistent in this. You can do very simple exercise, but you have just to have to do it every day. Yes, I know a friend of mine who did a course for personal trainers in America, and they were saying that you have to tell your clients always that to do a little bit every day yeah. is much better than to do too much one time and then you hurt yourself and you stop. Yes. And to ask you, because I don't feel really that you culturally or the way you think is typical Ukrainian. Is this just when you speak in English, you have a different personality? <laughs> or are you a bit different from other Ukrainian people that you know in your thinking and attitude? I agree with you. I can say that, um, as you say, 
I'm a little bit uh, have my point of view in every aspect of life and I really follow uh, my heart desires. Maybe it's uh, it could be strange for the a lot of uh, a lot of amount of people, uh, but yes. That's interesting. Can you tell more? Like, I am sure some people criticized you when you moved from economics to personal training. Can you say how you dealt maybe with that criticism if it happened? And what recommendation you have for people who might not be very strong to have their own opinion so that maybe other girls or other people from Ukraine or from the world will be more like you? Mm -hmm. uh, I just can say that everyone can realize uh, something special in the life. Uh, we, uh, if we talking, if it's if it will be then uh, really desire from the heart. Uh, if you want it so much, uh, you know, if you even can do it um, uh, without any money, it means that uh, this is something that you have to do. I love it. It reminds me of a book about uh, success in life by Napoleon Hill, which is <laughs> Think and Grow Rich. And one of the six criteria for success, he says, burning desire, that you are like burning to achieve what you want. And it reminds me actual, uh, actually of uh, Professor uh, Yevheni, who said he was born in a village. Mm -hmm. And when he was in primary school, he said, I want to be somebody. So it's a similar concept to what you shared right now. So him, he said, I decided to become somebody. And now he's a senior engineer at Samsung in Ukraine. And he arrived from a village. So that was very interesting. And to you, since this is about Kiev future and Ukraine in general, what are your thoughts about things you wish will change so that Kiev and Ukraine will have, you know, better future, more interesting things happening that you wish will be different? Mm, yeah, actually, it's, um, I think, 100% it's going to be because uh, Corona changed our um, habits. Absolutely, it's going to be some change. Um, I just um, uh, would like to have more opportunities for the um, for the young generation, especially it uh, could be education. Um, I think um, the young generation, uh, like at the age of 18, they don't know what they want to do in their life, like it was happened to me. Uh, but then uh, when you start to find out, uh, you realize what you want to do, and uh, then you have uh, to get this education. Uh, however, now we're living in the time when you uh, every five years you have to learn again. Yes, the new technology, uh, you have to learn again. So that's why it would be wonderful to have some platform uh, which gives you this information, uh, this knowledge, uh, and even some uh, license as um, relevant to diploma. So you can, um, uh, with, a, with a confident, realize uh, whenever you want. I love it. And it's very true. They predict now 
that every five years people will change to a different job because there will be new opportunities and new jobs in the future. So they need to keep learning. So you have a lot of wisdom in your words. And Lisa, to also know more about you, I understand you're very smart and you have a very good language skills and you are different in your thoughts, more independent, and you love fitness and to achieve your goals and weight loss. Do you have other uh, hobbies and interests, maybe painting or photography or music or uh, anything like that in addition to uh, fitness and training? Yes, I uh, do like play piano. Um, actually, it's syn- synthesizer, you know. <laughs> yes, I know. That I have, that I like to play compositions. So when you play with the synth, oh my God, I can't even say synthesizer. <laughs> yes, yeah, synthesizer, whatever. When you play with that thing, <laughs> um, do you have, like, you try to play Uh, kind of classical music in a modern way or maybe you play Justin Bieber and (laughs) Britney Spears or something what are your favorite melodies that you enjoy to play Um, on the synthesizer Uh I actually dream about to to become crazy one day and to play something like pop music Uh, but I actually play jazz That's really cool. But why? Because there are two things that attract people to jazz, maybe three. One, (laughs) it's uh, the rhythm. Some people love it very much. The second, (laughs) it can be the sad lyrics. And some people are very like, they love sadness. And I know girls (laughs) sometimes like to watch movies just to cry, you know, like the movies about breakup. I don't agree with this. You don't agree. <laughs> why then do you enjoy jazz? Can you share a bit about why that is something that is a preference for you? It's just I like how it sounds. Okay. Yeah. And I imagine since you have um, you enjoy movement, do you also move and dance a little bit when you play or you become very meditative and silent so that you enjoy the sound in your ear? Mm, yeah, if we're talking about when I play piano, I do enjoy the sounds, uh, like it's introversion, let's say. Yes. And do you have many friends um, there in Cherkasy and in Ukraine, or because of the travel and staying on a cruise ship, you lost some relationships? Because it happened to many people who when they relocate to another country or even go to university in another place, they uh, lose contact with friends and then they don't become such friends anymore. And I know you're in a small town, so uh, how is your, like, friendships and connection with friends? Um, Yeah, when I I came back uh, home, I just realized that a majority of my friends, they also moved uh, usually to Kyiv. All, uh, all my uh, friends, they are in Kyiv now. Uh, some, uh, some in Odessa, some friends in Odessa, uh, some friends even in the other countries. So, yeah. 
maybe if if it's not the lockdown maybe i would not be here as well i understand and it's very interesting mm-hmm. how it's so uh, you know usual and expected for people in ukraine to move to another city and another country in search for better opportunities and there is some positive and there is also some negative to it and to bring back to your expertise right now you focus on uh, you know the facelift through exercises uh, can you speak a bit more about the results you noticed about maybe clients you helped or people you saw that are improved and if people are interested in that can you share how they can contact you mm-hmm. actually people can contact me um, on the linkedin and on the facebook uh, on the facebook i have the special uh, page which is called uh, face fitness with elizabeth so actually face fitness it's a new trend uh, it's uh, the complex of exercise which is um, helping to smooth out wrinkles and pull up uh, the shape of the face so it's actually have the same concept uh, like uh, uh, the body yeah when we have to uh, to make some relief uh, we are doing the exercise so the same for the face so actually, this um, the face fitness help to the save uh, face from the uh, from the old dropping. Oh yes, from the from the sagging, from the dropping. Uh, so actually, uh, at the age of uh, sixty, you can look like uh, you are thirty years old. This is I'm what sure. the world will see. <laughs> yes. So it will be, I guess, always the real age is in the heart. If somebody is young in their heart, (laughs) they can help themselves with uh, face fitness to look younger, to reflect their heart that is young. And like you said, those people in their 60 or older who were on your cruise and they came to your cardio and fitness exercises and you noticed their energy and all the things that they were so energetic in their workouts, I think that's the same thing, that you value keeping people young, whether through their bodies or through face fitness. Is this correct? And if so, uh, you know, can you share some final words? Because I am sure I will write your LinkedIn in the description. So anything to finish this conversation? Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, I would like to say thank you for you for asking these questions. Um, and um, um, I believe that um, people will uh, start the healthy lifestyle. And nowadays is uh, as a necessity to, to be in this way. And um, I believe that um, everyone will be happy and healthy. Thank you. I like what you believe because that's a beautiful time now to wish in 2021 a healthy life for everyone. I think you do really great work in the world and fitness is very important and it's proven 
to even reduce the symptoms of corona, especially for older people. So you not only make people look young and happy and energetic, but can also save their lives, especially you want 100 people to help them lose weight. Maybe you save some of their lives and thank you for that. Thank you, Aziz. I wish you a great day, Lisa. Have a great day. Merry Christmas.